Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Greeting, traveler. Welcome, 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 everybody, to part three of our Madness at the Dark Moon Fair Wild Set Review. Uh, I am here with Mike, Hydra, and Electric Sheep City, and we are now on uh, starting up with a priest class. So let's just get to it uh, first. Uh, card up here. Oops. Of course, it would help if I was ready, right? Uh, Should we just card- rate the whole class of four and move on? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so first card up is uh, Insight. This is a two-mana common spell. Draw a minion. Corrupt, reduce its cost by two. Uh, at first glance, I was like, eh. And then I started like thinking about it. And I think that this card, I'm scoring it a four. I think this is actually like really good. I, see, I could see this being slotted into like the Reno Raza Priest. I could see this potentially replacing Novice Engineer in the two slot. I don't know. Like, draw a minion. Uh, Reno Priest has got to the point. I hit Reno. I hit Legend with Reno Priest this month, and I think that Reno Priest has now got so refined that the deck doesn't even run that many minions. Uh, that's mm-hmm. that's what makes um, the uh, God. What is the card card cost? That's zero mana. That uh, Raise Dead. That's what makes Raise yeah, Dead so good. Right? Is because yep. the minions that I'm running are so few. So maybe I cut Novice Engineer. Maybe I cut, um, uh, what's it called? The the two one that uh, rolls Swede. Um, Me. Uh, loot, loot, loot hoarder. Loot hoarder. Yeah. Yes, that oh. one. Thank you. I, I thought I thought you guys saw me on break, so I didn't know. Oh, if, uh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, that's funny. Um. So, but anyways, right? Because my because my minions that I'm running in this deck are so are so few. Like, hey, cool, this gets me another Kazakus, or, or this draws my Kazakus, this draws my Polkelt, this draws my Reno Jackson, um, you know, my Raza. Like, this is rad. Like, I don't even care about the Corrupt. This is two mana draw a minion. It's not draw a card. It's draw a minion. Mm-hmm. You need your Reno Jackson? Like, you know, at some point, I don't even know. So, And the, the Corrupt is like, okay, reduce its cost. Like, I don't see how this is bad. I don't see how this is bad at all. I give it a four. I think this is kind yeah. of dope. Not yeah, that priest um, needed more good stuff, but <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, this is easily a four. I wish we had a tier in between four and five because I put this there, like a handful of others. Um, like Nate had said, Raza Priest. Um, I he said it first, so I'll just write his coattail. I will be taking out novice engineer, putting this in. I've already taken out. Um, this is just this is just for me. I've already taken out uh, Blood Mage Thalnos, and I put an Emperor Thoris in. Sounds crazy, but I have a crazy win streak. I'll get a screenshot and I'll put it in Discord later. That 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 tech right there has been working wonders for me. It's awesome. So I think this card, if I was to maybe tech out Thoris in to make sure I'm getting certain minions, that puts this card at a four. And the fact that it can be reduced by two. It's crazy because the original base cost is two. So correcting this card is 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 easy. It's easy as pushing play. Like 
Why the, do they keep giving Priest so many good cards? Bro? Is the corrupt co <laughs> artwork cool? Oh, Ooh. let's see. Let's go check it out. Uh, yeah. It, so it's basically like the little uh, thing has been opened up, like the little um, Ouija board has been opened up. And it's got like a, a cool little eye on it. Oh, that's cool. Like a Kafunai, and all the different things above are kind oh, of like illuminated. Nice. It looks really tight. That does look cool. Hey, what is? Um, oh wow. Yeah. What is Imix? Uh, Imix said my post made it into a Hearthstone flavor text. What is that? Can you? Can someone? I can't do it. It'll mess up the stream. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually saw this earlier. Um, for uh, whenever we get to Nazmani Bloodweaver, we will okay. we will touch on that one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Hydra, what do you think about this card? Okay, so when I first looked at this card, because uh, we were just doing Paladin, I thought I was still on Paladin, and I was like, this is crap. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> because I thought that this was going to be, that it was a Paladin card just because we were we, we were doing it, I'm like, it's even cost, meh. Now that I've realized it's a Priest card... <laughs> um and this does not have to be played on curve because i mean he'll pass so like i feel like it's just solid it's a draw reduce it by two sometimes priest just does nothing on turns right so slots right into a to full-on meta deck so four for me well, and we were talking about last week how we are in our little like bonus show how we underestimated Raise Dead. Yeah. And, and now that the minion pool in Reno Priest is so tight, like, oh man. I, this is this this oh, I'm excited to craft this one or to Oh, you'll open it. It's just a common. I mean, good grief. Yeah. Well, and the the corrupted artwork is gonna look so sick in gold too. Let's be real. <clears throat> um I have nothing no, no more insight to provide. This is easily a four star card. Insight, ah, uh, ah, uh? because <laughs> that, that's the name of the, the card. Yeah, but <laughs> ridiculous hat has trained my ears for puns. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm totally chewing. Okay, the next one up is uh, Fairground Fool. This is a three mana four three with taunt, corrupt, gain plus four health. Um, I don't know. Maybe you played in standard. The corrupt effect seems great, although it's way too slow and wild. Uh, I don't think that it's good enough for Reno Priest. Um, or and I don't know what else you would play it in. It's I don't think it's good in combo Priest. I mean, if you were able to play something that costs four or greater, this comes down as a four seven, which is kind of cool. But like, it requires you to do nothing uh, and then play a bigger card before you play this. So. It feels like kind of slow to me, and I just don't see it being good and wild. I give it a one. Um, uh, I'm totally gonna give this a one. Also, I basically my note says this is not good enough for yeah. wild. So it's it's just it it it's not quite there. So like even you can't even. There's way better cards to have like divine spirit yes. inner fire sort of shenanigans. It's just meh. Uh, Mike, what do you think about this card here? Um, yeah, I purposely stepped away because I knew my time would be short on this card. I give it a two. Oh, that like, high? Like, uh, yeah, all right. It's a one because Raza <laughs> Priest, no. Res Priest, no. It's a one. 
Yeah, I, I, I give it a one, but the uh, the flavor text does have a, a pun. <laughs> what did Illidan say when his rocketeer broke down on the Dark Moon racetrack? Um, Illidan? He was not prepared for this. You were not repaired. You <laughs> 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 were so close. You were so close. <laughs> Ow. Wow. Okay. All right. That's so yeah. It, it's it's a one star card for me too. <laughs> <clears throat> That's pretty funny. All right. All right. M- moving right they, along. Yo. Can we have a uh, once a month we do like game shows where sheep does like uh, flavor text? <laughs> oh, that would be so much fun. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Next up is fortune teller. This is a five mana three three mech with taunt. Battle cry gain plus one plus one for each spell in your hand. Uh, this would be dope if you played if it would cost less mana, like three mana or something. Because as mm. priest, you're sitting on a bunch of spells all the time, and this would just be a giant uh, thing. But on five, like I don't. The number one, the mech tag means nothing in priest, right? Uh, right. And uh, yes, you're typically sitting on a bunch of spells. Uh, but for five, it seems kind of slow. Um, uh, let's see here. Where's, oh, I was looking for my notes. Uh, I think it's an interesting effect overall too slow for wild. I don't think that this is going to any existing deck and not creating any new ones. I gave this one a one. So uh, I, I know it's not, not my turn, but, uh, mm-hmm. My notes are exactly interesting effect too slow. So you literally just said those exact I know, things I swear in that he... order. <laughs> it's perfect. I, I had agree. to run it. It's a one. I agree. Pass. We're very <laughs> frequently on the same wavelength, I noticed. <laughs> really uh, uh, my note is not good enough. One. That's all it says. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and the, the number I ascribed to my uh, notes was also a one. Moving right along. <laughs> Uh yeah no right right on five I want to be playing Raza or you know it just doesn't slot into anything unfortunately all right I, so unless you're playing Mech Priest <laughs> I don't know I don't know what right. the Mech there is for like it, that's not something you want to bring back because it's gonna not have the battle cry if you bring it back right with the new Nazoth like that's that's correct like no battle point tri- battle cries will not trigger okay so let us talk about our friend Emic for a minute yeah um so Emic back in the day um. <laughs> had the um insight about how the uh different rogue cards and the the different things uh like that um you know whenever they nerfed the the card art so that there wasn't blood anymore said that you know it's ketchup you know it's not <laughs> not a a blood but it's oh. ketchup so this one his first stage the the uh flavor text is his first stage name ketchup weaver Failed to excite the audience. <laughs> it was a direct callback to our buddy Emic in particular. That's awesome. That's so funny. Yeah, that is awesome. That's pretty good. That's that's a. They said. Hmm? Oh no! I mean, that's that's a. You just unlocked an achievement there. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Really. I hope that one proc'd and and wasn't wasn't bugged in your uh, Hearthstone client. Yeah, Emic. Oh, they should give you like. 30,000 experience points just for like having like your own little thing inside like flavor text. That's, that's unique props. That's awesome. All right. So this card is Nazmani Bloodweaver. It's a three mana two five. After you cast a spell, reduce the cost of a random card in your hand by one. 
this I think that maybe this goes in like a standard control pleased. Whatever deck it is that they're playing with uh, Sethic Veilweaver, I think because like you're playing spells and generating spells and then it would be reducing spells. I I think that um, it reduces a uh, reduces the cost of a random card in your hand by one. Um, so I, I I mean I don't know. I think this is interesting. There's some R- heavy RNG component to it. I think that it's mainly intended for standard. Uh, I give it a two. I mean I think it's there's potential for fringe play. Now here's the thing. I've already seen like. Clark Hellscream brewing up some bizarre like OTK with this. Like there is there's meme potential. And that's why I didn't give it as a one, is because there's some bizarre OTK combo that you can pull off with this, hundred percent. Uh I'm not interested in trying it myself personally, but I will be very <laughs> happy to watch the YouTube video of one of you guys pulling it off. So uh what do you about you, Mike? What do you think? Yeah, so for me, I'm going way higher. I'm actually putting this card at a four. All right. Five for us. Five for us is meta defining. We have yet to come across a card that changes anything. This card for me slots right into Raza. Here's where I'm coming from. After playing two weeks of no uh, Blood Mage plus Emperor Thoris in, uh, by turn six minimum, I got eight to nine cards like discounted. So the thought of playing this card. When I also see Insight, which is a spell, at a discounted rate, um, it, it excites me because a lot of the times I can get um, Kazakus Potion one time, two times, maybe three times, whether it's through... I used to run Bronze, so not Bronze anymore, but uh, through Raise Dead. So getting so many potions for one mana, because that's a smart way to go, you discount those down to zero, and a lot of cards get down to three, two, one range. And when you have the combo, all you need is uh, most of the time 24. So if you got four cards, you know, 6, 12, 18, 24, you, you got the combo right there. I just feel like this ability right here helps me discount cards um, to get closer to finishing the game out. It's sort I, of I, a. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, it's sort of a mini Thorison. And, and actually, you're right. It looks like the, the, just the idea that you could um, trigger this multiple times in one turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, is actually better than I thought at first. I thought this was like a one-time effect. So you potentially could, like if you're going off with your um, machine gun Anduin, mm-hmm. like playing little spells, like just reducing yep. stuff, like this is actually, I, I think I would, I'll bump it up to a three. Can I do that? Um, yeah. your show. <laughs> 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 Thanks. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't consider that, but I think you're right. Actually, the the fact that this procs over and over and over uh, is actually pretty pretty good. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Hey, I could be wrong. I just want to try it out. Let's no, 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 no. I think that's really good insight. I I think that you got something there. So the first thing that I thought when I saw this card was the exact same thing Mike thought was. To me, it had Raza written all over it. So. I didn't give it a four, but I gave it a three, and I wrote Raza question mark. (laughs) So that was in my head, like I'm thinking of when I'm going off and I'm machine gunning, and it's like, oh, man, it really sucks that that 
next spell costs a little bit too much. Oh, wait, what if it costs a little bit less? Right? And then you keep mm. doing that as you're machine gunning, and you are dropping the cost of whatever you have. If it's a one mana spell down to a zero or a two to a one, like everything is dropping, and it's making it so much easier to go off at the end. So I gave it a three because I say it is playable. Maybe maybe it's it, it's not maybe uh maybe it, it ends up not being run i mean like doing damage the four damage to their face is better i don't know if you can do the same thing at the same time i'm not sure well i mean the hard part is that you have to cast a spell in order to reduce the cost of of the card in your hand um yeah so it's not it's not like play a card it's cast a yeah, spell it's got to be a spell so, it, so it, it is a little bit more limited so it's I think it's almost it's almost there. I'm going to say it is playable. I'm not going to say it's definitely going to be in all meta decks. It could be. So it's a solid three for myself. Okay. Yeah. So to me, I look at this and I, I see that this costs three mana. Yeah, it's a two five. So, you know, good, good uh, health line. But you're going to have to cast three spells with it to get a discount worth the, the initial investment of the three mana. Right. Um, so if I'm machine gun priest, I want to save up my spells for machine guns. So I don't, I don't necessarily know that I but that I run this one when there is another three mana card coming up that achieves a very similar effect. Um, that I think I would run instead of this one in that slot. That said, I mean, you know, discounting, um, spells seems like a good thing and you don't necessarily need to get get full value from it you can you know just play it and then discount like one thing i go two because i don't think it's unplayable by any stretch of the imagination like i think it's a, a powerful effect but i don't necessarily think that it's going to be um you know a, a definitely not in the the like tier one um uh version of the um the the Raza priest and you know I, I think that there's a, a card coming up that that we will discuss very shortly that um we'll we'll take that kind of slot that we're looking in so I'm I'm gonna go with the two <clears throat> all right that works I like it all right next up is palm reading this is a three mana spell discover a spell reduce the cost of spells in your hand by one um. I think that this is this is pretty good. The discover a spell I could really care less about, but three mana dis discount all spells in your hand by one uh, seems pretty good, um, especially if uh, like I'm up against aggro or something. Like I I need my psychic scream earlier, or I need my any spell earlier, uh, my Kazakas potion, or if I've got like. Uh, Reno Priest is already running a handful of low-cost spells solely for the machine gun turn. And if this reduces them down to zero, like one or zero, um, there's like combo off potential with the... Uh, um, yeah, Ben says Emperor and Renew in one card. Yeah. So yeah, this seems really good to me. Um, and I almost don't even care what the discover the spell is. It's the, like the reduction for three seems really good to me. Uh, so I give this, um, I give this one a four. I think it's, uh, this is quite solid in a Reno priest deck for sure. I, I like it. Yeah. Same here. I give it a four. 
like I already said a couple of times, um, I had already been playing Emperor for the past couple of weeks. Um, so it's cool to see a card like this. Um, glad Ben pointed it out. I was just thinking it. It is like Emperor and Renew in one um, spell version. So I give it a four. Um, I'm excited to add it to the deck that I've already been playing with Emperor. And I just, yeah, four. Easy. Easy money. I also gave this a four. Emperor Thorson opened up so many different combo possibilities for so many different like classes and decks and everything. And this is pre-specific, but like going forward, like who knows the possibilities of combos and everything that this could open up combined with Emperor Thorson, right? Plus, you get to discover spell on top of it. So, I don't see any downside to this. Other than, I mean, you're not tempoing tempoing anything, but when is Priest really doing mm-hmm. that? So, solid four star card. Yeah, um, to me, the fact that this doesn't have a body with it is actually makes Insight even better, right? Because Insight draws a minion. You're not drawing Emperor, you're drawing, you know, your uh, um, Raza, you're drawing your Zephyrus, you're drawing your Kazakus, like... You're drawing those like huge impactful cards, and while the discount is you know nice and the cherry on top, um, like you just actively want the the you know other more impactful cards. So I I see the no body part of this actually to be an advantage. So for I mean yeah for me this is obviously the the card that I was talking about that I want to run instead of uh, Nismani Bloodweaver. Palm reading is easily a four star card for me, and uh, per the flavor effect, plate blah blah blah. Per the flavor text, actual palms not required. (laughs) (laughs) This is funny. I mean, we'll see in the next few cards coming up that it looks like we're getting some big priest support. Not that we needed or wanted that, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. But like Ben, Ben from work is saying here that this card is actually insane in big priest, and I don't disagree because there's so few minions in that deck. And a lot of times, especially after Barnes got nerfed, your um, your cards to like say discover a five five or whatever, like all your spells cost what is like six and up, and so yeah. re- just like the the ability to reduce one or reduce all of them rather is uh, quite good. So uh, yeah, if I can say that reading as well. on three, coin shadow essence on fo- on four, shadow essence again on five. And then uh, resurrect, uh, spellstone. Resurrect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I I did not realize like even think about trees for this card. And oh my gosh, that's going to be oppressive. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's yeah yeah, especially considering all the aggro. Like this is actually pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. Then the next one up is auspicious spirits. This is a four mana rare uh, spell. Summon a random four cost minion, corrupt, summon a seven cost minion instead. Um I think that this sits way too long in your hand before it's good. And even then it probably pulls a crappy seven mana minion like Silas Darkmoon. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know, like this is a I, I don't I don't want a random four cost minion. Uh or a random seven cost minion for that matter. Uh I don't want to random anything. So I give this one a one. Yep, this one's a one. Nothing else. Uh, yeah, same thing. I gave it a one. I don't want this in any 
you don't want to run this in any big priest or res priest. You what are you gonna do? Get something bad and then res it later? No, no thanks. One. So I love the art, and you know <laughs> what it means when we first start talking about the art. Um, the flavor text also is on point. I'm not auspicious, but I'm a little suspicious. <laughs> No, one star card, but the flavor, oh flavor text, <laughs> the art, like, I love this card, except for, you know, what it does. <laughs> That's funny. The corrupt version is pretty funny looking. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I've not seen it. I, oh, I yeah, should have, in hindsight, I should have pulled the the corrupt versions of these to put them on the screen at the same time, but that's all right. Yeah, I, I wish that I I knew a way to get like the source material for the corrupt versions in that same kind of like high res format. Yeah, we'll have, I'll have to look into that before. Well, corrupt, not notwithstanding, but you know the tokens and stuff like that for next next go around. Yeah. Oh well, it's all good. Uh, okay, next one up is the Idol of Yasaraj. This is a, an eight mana epic spell. Summon a 10-10 copy of a minion in your deck. Cool. Big priest support. This is exactly... Like, this is... Uh, I My note says big priest support in 2020. <laughs> uh, cost a lot. I wonder if they're trying to revive this archetype. Um, you know, with a reduction, I guess, maybe. It still feels too expensive to me. Um, but a 10-10 copy uh, is interesting... I gave it a two because I think that there's fringe potential. I, I feel like it's way too expensive for me. Like eight mana is too much. Seven mana is still too much. Uh, but it, it has like powerhouse potential in a deck like Big Priest where you're running only a very few specific minions. I like the fact that it summons a copy. Like it doesn't pull the minion from your deck. It summons a copy of it, which is what we want. Uh, like this summons a 10, 10, um, obsidian statue. Like that's amazing. <laughs> that's incredible. Right. Or a 10, 10 scrapyard Colossus. Uh, I don't know. A 10, 10 barns, a 10, 10 patches, <laughs> uh, or 10, 10 stone tusk boar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't think about the boar. That's spicy. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah <laughs> boar priest 1010 leroy jenkins here's the the beast priest we were talking about the other day <laughs> <laughs> i give this one a two i don't think like this is I, I don't know you know how this really slots into a big priest deck i think it might be too slow but who knows i mean it maybe maybe it works uh what do y'all think mike yeah this is a uh going back and forth between a one and a two. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I can't see myself crafting this card. I can't see myself opening it and then putting it in my deck. <laughs> like if I get it off renew or some other discover effect and I'm playing res priest or I'm in a position where I can, uh, I'm sorry, in a position to abuse it, I would, but, Rest Priest is too good as it is right now. This card, I don't... Nothing about it is exciting. It costs 8 mana, so I'll give it like a, a 2. Alright, I gave this a 1. Um, Basically, I feel like with Big Priest, the most annoying thing was getting big minions on board right away. Right? And 
this comes late. This seems to be something that you're playing if the game has gone long and they've got other things that they can do. They can res a whole bunch of stuff. So I don't know. This is just, it, it is a copy, which is nice. Not sure what you got left in your deck <laughs> at this point. Right? So it, it just seems it's way too slow. I'd rather just get stuff out early. I give it a, a, a one, like a, a hard one. I don't think, I think people will try it. Like that'll happen. There's people that love Big Priest and they may try to yeah. slot it in, but. Like after the first month, like in month two, month three of this expansion, I don't see this card main deck. Yeah. No. Yeah. So hard one. What do you think, Sheep? I think that this is the standard version of Shadow Essence. Like this is a standard card, right? Okay. Like we already have Shadow Essence. We already have ways to to cheat um, minions out of our deck, and it's cheaper. You know, it costs two less. Um, we can get it out two or more turns earlier with uh, discounts and coins. Um, now, do we want to run two of these as well for redundancy? You know, we're not running Barnes. Do we run Shadow Essence and Idol of Yashiraj? I don't think so. Um, I'm debating between a one and a two. And since we've already got two twos, I'm going to give it a one so that we have an even one and a half. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one up is an epic minion. This is a nine, nine, or excuse me, a nine mana, eight, eight elemental with taunt called the blood of Gahoon. Uh, it does have taunt at the end of your turn, summon a five, five copy of a minion in your deck. This is good off of Barnes. <laughs> um, but like, I don't know. I don't know how this techs into, um, like, do we play this in big priest? Uh, yes. I think we do. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I struggle with this. Um, it's a neat concept and, and more big priest support. Uh, but I think at nine mana, I feel like the only way that it's good is if you're able to cheat it out for less than nine mana. So the question is, how do we do that? Right. If we have like a shadow essence or a Barnes or something that lets us play it early, then it's good. Otherwise it's tough. My note here says, I guess we can try. Uh, I, mm. I have it as a two. It might be a three. I don't know. Like, I mean, I feel like it definitely goes in into big priest. And if this snowballs, like this gets pretty crazy. Um, I'm just not sh- quite sure how to make it work because it's so expensive. Uh, the problem is, I mean, big priest has kind of gone to the back burner. Um, but with, with some of these support cards, I actually think that the, um, palm reading makes big priest a lot better. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe this works. It's somewhere in between a two and a three for me. I think I'll give it a two, uh, because of where big priest is sitting on the, in the tier right now. But, uh, I'm curious to hear you guys thoughts. Mike, what do you think about this? Yeah. Um, I'll give it a two as well. Like I got a hit shadow, not shadow visions. What's it called? Shadow essence Essence. (laughs) or Barnes on this. And then only in that in those games where this gets summoned early, um, can I play um, Eternal Servitude, right, to res them back? And it's just like, I don't feel like those games will happen often. 
if this was cheaper than nine, maybe a better score, but I'll, I'll put a two on it. Yeah, how come we can't have this in Shaman and get this off of Muck more for that'd be rad. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, Priest is getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I think it's a little better than a two. I think it's, I mean, I'm not a big Priest player per se, but this isn't a battle cry, right? Like, Yashraj can also get this at the end of, so you could say Barnes, Yashraj, or have this pulled then it pulls another thing could be a five five obsidian statue yeah but if i it, think it could spiral out of control I, I i agree with you although if yasarash pulls this like it's not going to then trigger until the next turn right do you run, um no you run at the end of, of your turn no it's a, it, but it's it, but it's within that phase and once that completes, oh the phase is, the phase ooh, is over oh that's yeah, a good point so it doesn't nope. doesn't pull so they it don't wouldn't be until the next turn. That it is wouldn't a good be point. until the next turn. Yeah. So I still think that it is playable. Yeah, I agree. So I'm gonna say it's gonna be jammed into big priest. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be top tier, nothing like that. But it's. I think it's a playable card. So I'm gonna go with the three on this one. I still think that's. I think that's fair, but it's. <laughs> you know, um. I think you might be cutting Yasharaj from Big Priest for Blood of Gahoon. Here's oh, okay. why. Oh, interesting. Here's why. Right now, Yasharaj pulls the cards out of your deck. This is just a copy. What you want to do is get minions, still have them in your deck so that you can continue to pull them out with this, with Shadow Essence, you know, stuff like that. So this keeps you from like pulling it out of your deck so that it's still there for value. Ooh, I actually really like that. And the other thing I hadn't considered is that it's an epic, so you could put two. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So I you just, can put two. I just you threw up in my mouth a little bit. Want to keep them in your deck. I think that this is going to make Big Priest like <clears throat> maybe not tier one, but a straight up meta deck that we're gonna be seeing all like it, over uh, the ladder. I think it's definitely gonna bring it back. Uh, and people are going to be playing this exactly because of that i mean <laughs> meta defining i think that this is going to help define the meta that this is a five-star card for me Ooh. um oh like, here we go hot take i don't think it's going to be a tier one deck but no, it's but... going to like mm. vastly change the meta it's going to help define it so so this is a five-star card for me for sure wow wow hot takes i like it i like it oh, i yeah. do think you know what i when I first looked at this, because I was looking at the at, at Gahoon the Blood God, um, I hadn't even considered. But like, this is an epic. You can run two, and like you said, oh, yeah. this pulls um, copies. Like this is better than uh, Yasaraj. Yeah, for what Big Priest wants to do. Agreed. Agreed. No, no, no. You want to keep them in your deck, and then and then yeah. copies, and then res them. Like this is a like this is disgusting. Uh, absolutely you know what i scored i scored too low (laughs) you know what i (laughs) i i actually have this in my notes as a four um but y'all hating on it so much brought me down (laughs) to the three um so i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna pull my mulligan and i'm gonna go to a four because i already was at four i have it on on spreadsheet as four so you can you can bump mine up to a three I you you all have convinced me. I I think that I it it may be even a four actually. Uh, uh yeah, 
Because <laughs> it's suited. What my note says is four absolutely solid big priest minion is what my note says. Mm-hmm. Well, and the as far as you know, whether I think that big priest is going to be you know like a tier one deck, no. But right now, Big Priest is like not even on the meta report, I don't think. No, but you remember when it was? But it's going to be again. <laughs> when it was, it was so oppressive, though, right? Yeah. Like, if, you don't, if you're playing an aggro deck and you don't win by turn five or whatever, like, you just don't. Exactly. And that is going to be what's going to happen again. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I think that this is... Uh, y- y- yeah. Ay, ay, ay. I now yeah can you just bump mine up to a four and I'll tell you why it's because when I I think when when we go back and look at these later um I'd like to be able to um see if we were right or wrong and if this doesn't make a, a higher score then it's probably we're not gonna fall on our list I mean we'll still look at it either way but I think that's pretty solid I hadn't considered that I saw big priest potential but I was looking at it as like a legendary which is kind of funny Oh, yeah. Yeah, if this was a legendary, it would still be ranked high, but as an epic, oh, chef's kiss. Okay, okay. All right, let's move on. There's I may two. actually get my uh, 1, 1K portrait for, for Priest because of this card, not going to lie. Oh. I, I'm not a big, big Priest player, but, like, <laughs> this is going to make that deck so good. I learned how I'll to, probably try it. I learned how to play <laughs> Big Priest a long time ago from Concerned Mom, and it's, it's, uh, it's super gross. Like, when you play yep. it. When you play it the right way, like, uh... it sounds bad. But my favorite part about it, it's like the type of deck you can like watch Netflix and play. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> like you, you, you can totally like be like, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm just going to res those again. Oh, man. Who killed Mr. Burns? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, it's just that's funny. I mean, shot Mr. Burns. He didn't die. Okay. All right. By the way, spoilers. spoilers. It was Maggie. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Next up is we start getting into the legendary minions here. The first one up is the nameless one. It's a four mana four, four. The wording here is very confusing, but I have, I have read it. I have interpreted. I've watched the video on it and, and we know how it plays. So battle cry, choose a minion, become a four, four copy of it then silence it now this silence is the original minion not your minion when you first read it it sounds sort of like it would silence like become a four four and then silence your own dude it doesn't it silences their dude or or yours i suppose if you put this in like silence priest (laughs) (laughs) purify priest in current year right uh no 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 but like okay uh i gave this easily a four uh I think that it could be higher, honestly, but I gave it a solid four. And um, I think this pretty easily slots into your uh, Reno Priest deck. Hey, you kill a Tyrion with no downside, kill a Rattlegore, steal a Death Rattle effect, taunt, poison, etc. Like, dude, y- you become their minion and then you make theirs crappy. Like, yeah. how is that bad? I-, I don't, I see like literally zero downside to it. I, I can't wait for the the memes. Look at me. I'm the insert death rattle minion now. <laughs> uh, you know where this where I get so I, I was kind of mad when I saw this card. I was like, no, why are you giving them more tools? Because like my favorite deck to play is Q block. 
And like, cool, you're going to copy my cube uh, and then silence mine. Or you're going to copy my Malganus and then silence mine. Or my Void Lord or insert <laughs> Death Rattle Minion here. Uh, <laughs> my Sylvanas, my, you know, whatever. My Rag, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Ragnar's is not a good example. Um, but uh, anyways, it's... Uh, yeah, this seems pretty nutty to me. Um, will it warp the meta? Like, not necessarily, but I think this is another one of those very, very solid minions that slots into Reno Priest pretty easily. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, so, uh, like, the card shows all over it. Uh, it's a four. It's fours everywhere. That's a that's a very good point, Mike. Uh, solid for easy auto include into a Highlander deck. Any control priest, it's just four and a story cheap. So this is definitely a powerful card, but I'm not sure what we would really want to cut for for it in um, Rosica's priest as it is. Right, like we're trying to more advance our own game plan. Yeah, we're like, you know, trying to to stop stuff, but the only thing we struggle with is aggro. And we have anti-aggro tools to to kind of compensate for that. So it's not really a whole lot that I'd necessarily want to silence, but I can void see lords. it being void lords, I suppose, but I mean, you can have your void lord and then I'll just go over it with my like machine gunning and mm-hmm. my um uh spawn of Nazoth or spawn of shadows, sorry. Um <laughs> very different cards. <laughs> I really like this though. I mean, I, I see that, but I really like this against some of the more difficult decks. If you are taking this up against uh, like an aggro druid deck or a or an odd pally deck that you could turn their thing back into a one one with no buffs. Um, yeah. Or you could and- are you playing against like a big shaman and they've uh, put like death rattle, death rattle, resummon, 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 and you now yeah. silence that. And-, and because of that, I think this is a great tech card. Right. Um, but what I want to like main deck in my Raza Priest is like from this expansion even is insight so that I'm drawing a minion and I want that minion to be something that's more advancing my game plan than it is kind of disrupting yours. Um, uh, and um, like, like that, that's what I kind of want to play instead of this. That said, the nameless one is a really strong card. If it doesn't see play here, it's going to see play in the future. Like it's a very strong card. Because of that, you know, I'm I'm gonna give it a three. Because I mean it's it's an all-around strong card. If we're not seeing it now, we're going to see it later. I don't necessarily think that it it uh has a home in um uh but 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 uh priest right now, but it might in the future, and it might as the meta shifts, you know, to deal with a big priest that is <laughs> coming out. Right. Um so it's it's very possible, and and I feel pretty pretty okay with the three because it, it I mean it's a very very strong card. I just don't necessarily think that it's going to be, um, in a meta deck right now. Well, I think that's a good point. It is definitely a tech card. Uh, yeah, it's it's a um, what do you say? It, it, you know, you play decks either proactively or reactively. Um, and this is definitely a reactive card. Mm-hmm. And so if you're wanting a proactive gameplay, this is not necessarily what you want. But it, as far as defense goes, like this could be pretty nutty. 
So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> the flavor text on this one's great. Used to be called comma the nameless, but everyone got confused because it doesn't have a name. So it's, you know, no name, comma, the name. <laughs> big brain. Oh, all right. Yeah, wow. yeah. Okay. It's a big brain pun. <laughs> that was deep. All right. One more, one more here. We have uh Gahoon, the blood God. This is an eight mana, eight, eight battle cry. Draw two cards. They cost health instead of mana. Uh, the flavor on this one to me, I think, is super cool. Just like kiss. from a from a lore perspective, from a um, and like how the lore interacts with the card. Like, hey, because it's it's the blood god. Like, you pay blood to play these minions instead of mana. Like, that's super cool. Um, but I I don't think like. I don't know. I don't know why. I, I'm not sure why I want to play this. Like my what Ben is saying, Geppetto. My note here, my note here says merits testing, but seems really slow. I'd rather run Geppetto Joy Buzz though. Mm-hmm. So I I think that uh, it's cool. It looks like a big uh, like sandworm, like a bloody sandworm. <laughs> um, I don't really see myself playing it but i'm sure that there might be some wombo combo potential here uh that i just don't know about i put a two yeah what do you think mike uh for me i'm i'm still i'm still uh what's the term the jury's still out still not sure where i should rate this card um, I just feel like like I have an idea for it, but it just hasn't formulated yet. So like I I want to put it at at a three, just for now, because I feel like there's something there. I'm just not sure yet. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure too. I, I I feel that there's something there. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't like Nate, like Nate said before about looking back in a few weeks or a few months. Like this is one card where I want to be like, I knew there was something and I figured it out before we get to the recap the review like there's something here well you remember do you remember how good blood bloom was in uh, warlock yep. <laughs> right yeah, that's and, blood bloom with the with an 8-8 body exactly yeah and so and like and blood bloom wasn't good on its own but enabling a mechathune otk right mm-hmm. and so that's what makes me feel like oh yeah maybe there's something here i just don't know what yeah. it is um so you know do we play uh hem it and draw a couple cards and play them for you know health and do a, some kind of mechathune otk i don't know there's there's something i just don't know what it is and it's not going to be me uh that finds out what it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah as uh, gold daniel said in chat it definitely should have been a warlock card <laughs> rip oh that nice but yeah it, eight mana eight eight cool has a really cool effect. I feel like there's going to be some combo potential. There has to be. That wouldn't. I mean, they printed it right, so somebody's going to figure something out. But I don't see this going into anything meta. Um, it's not unplayable because I feel like there is this combo potential. So that's going to go under very, very, very fringe. So that's a two for me. 
Yeah, and since I can't quite see the combo, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with one just because I don't really want to be playing this card. <laughs> <laughs> like this might be a standard thing, or it might be something that they're going to print later. But as it currently stands, I don't like if, if even if I get this from like a a random like Galakron something. Um, I think I'm just going to let it sit in my hand because I don't really want to play. I mean, I'd probably play it for the body, right? But like, I I don't really want want to want to play this card in any deck. Now, I would be more than happy to eat eat my words if if and when uh, a combo deck comes out. So that'll be great. Um, and the uh, uh, what you call it flavor text is amazing. All of the other old gods <laughs> used to laugh and call him names. That's they never let poor Goon <laughs> join in any old god games. Wow. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. A very pretty long good. flavor text. <laughs> we'll learn more about that next week on our lore episode. <laughs> I'm so excited to listen to that one. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for the priest class. Um, Yay. So another one for the books here next up is rogue so uh let's see let me just scoot this down a little bit and first up we have foxy fraud this is a common minion it's a two mana three two battle cry your next combo card this turn costs two less uh i had to think long and hard about this card i think in standard this is very good oh yeah I think in wild, it is not so good. Unfortunately, I really, really like it when I saw it. Oh my God. The downside is it only, it costs two less this turn, um, only, uh, mm-hmm. now the problem is I'm sitting here looking through my wild rogue decks and, and looking at, okay, what, what combo cards do we currently use in Kingsbane, uh, or really any rogue deck we use eviscerate. Uh, in Kingsbane, I use Raiding Party. I use Tinker Sharp Sword, Sword Oil. Um, and so does that potentially like enable those a little bit? Like this is a prep on a body, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that, I mean, I suppose potentially you could play it instead of a prep. Um, this doesn't work at all in Odd Rogue. Uh, I think that it is very good in standard. I, I'm just not sure that it texts in to um, Kingsbane at all. It's a maybe. I'm not. I'm not really sure. And again, Rogue is not my um, specialty at all, so I, I'm not quite sure. I think it's somewhere between a two and a three for me. I, I think that it's very playable. I just don't know where it's playable in. Um. Do I pull out prep for this card? I, 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 for me, at least right now, I think that's a no, but it's a maybe. I, I have it as a two, but I would be very happy if someone changed my mind on this one. I, I, I think there's definitely some potential here. So, well, what do you think, Mike? Yeah, uh, just like the mana cost, I'll put it at a two. I would play this in a little like casual fun, trying to cl- clear the questing. You know, play this on turn two. Play uh, one thief. Find uh, 
some crazy mage spell. I don't know. Like, I'll give this a two. It'd be, be like if it was odd cost, maybe it would be better. Uh, yeah. Oh, so if it was a three, like the next will appear. Yeah, something like that. Like, the, I, three there's. Mana fox. But I, I, yeah, I just struggle with like I had to take a look at all the combo cards, and um, I don't think that it like it doesn't synergize super well in wild, anyways. So like uh, if I was rating this for standard, I'd probably give it a like I don't know a three or a four. Like it seems awesome, but I just don't really see it in wild, which is a little yeah, sad like, for me. Yeah, I I don't see the full picture on this one, though I cannot, in my mind, there's no way I can justify rating something that has a prep built in super, super low, right? Like, it's prep for combo, right? So you can play this and eviscerate in one turn, right? And you can get that full four damage. And like with tinkers and everything, yeah, I like I don't know if it slots in, but it's it's a solid card for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's not I'm not gonna say it's playable meta decks, which eliminates it being a four, but it is a playable card, but I don't know where. So I'm gonna go with a three. You've because... played a lot more rogue than I think any of us. Or at least me. I, I can't speak for everyone else, but I I would trust your opinion on the rogue cards. More. Like I, it's it's definitely not a bad card. It is a very no. good card. It's just yeah, obviously doesn't sit in odd rogue. Yeah. And um, Kingsbane, maybe I mean you already have your game plan there. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. But it's not like it's it's a very good card. It is. Uh, it's gonna go somewhere sometime. It's a very good card. I don't want to say. It's in a meta deck, so it's playable. It's in a three. Just don't know where yet. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure where it does go in wild. It, it's bonkers in in standard, mm-hmm. right? But like in in wild, um, prep is so much more versatile because not only does it discount the you know uh, uh, combo cards that you want to play that are also uh spells like you know uh tankers um or eviscerate um but also it discounts things like um the uh secret passage right um and you know if you're playing this and tanks on the same turn then you know you dilute the chance that you're uh minion that's already on board is going to be able to hit face for the extra three damage it's not really what you want to do with it you know you want to make sure that 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 damage can go face it's hard though because like essentially a a free three two that also activates the combo like uh, aspect is so strong but what does it go in like there's not really a just a tempo rogue (sighs) Yeah, not not at the moment, anyways. I know, I know, right? I think we all struggle. I, I want to give it a three. It's a really good card. It just doesn't slot in very well at the moment. I think when we're looking at things down the line, you know, yeah. this, this gets better. Um, you know, I, I unfortunately, like, Gen and Baku pushed us into these, like, corners a little bit 
are there mm-hmm. decks that become so refined like Kingsbane that like okay oh, well, wait yeah sorry no no, no, it's no I just had a I just had a hooked scimitar thought it could you know I mean it could be played True. in I, I have something coming up but yeah in like quest rogue like the other quest rogue um there's some stuff or hook scimitar might make a tempo like viable that's a really good point hydra yeah yeah i i think because then uh, the hook scimitar is a one mana four two attack weapon yeah because then on turn three you can play foxy hooked scimitar like the it being able to cheat out the combo mechanic so much earlier is what makes it powerful, right? Because mm-hmm. then you don't need to have one extra mana because, you know, you can play Foxy Fraud, Eviscerate on turn two if that's all you needed to kill your opponent, which obviously wouldn't be the case. But, you know, that that that's the general idea. So Hooked Scimitar, I think, is one payoff. Um, are there enough payoffs to make that viable i don't know so i I don't think i can give it a four but i think hooked scimitar in particular is one payoff is enough for me to to in good faith give it a three i think we dust this one off in uh, a couple sets from now and see if we can or you know what happens i think sometimes with a handful of these cards is we we put them on the shelf and then when a new set comes out we we dust this one off and say hey uh can we use this yet uh, no, not quite. Okay, let's put it back. You know, can we use it now? And at some point, we're going to say, oh, this is busted. It just may be a while. <laughs> so. Well, and I really do think that there, there are enough combo things that, that make it worth consideration. Hook Scimitar in particular is just one that's like, oh, I can have a 3-2 and a 4-2 four, four, like weapon immediately yeah, on turn yeah. 3. Like, that, that for me is enough to be like, yeah, I... I want to try that deck. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to be like a meta deck, but it's it's almost there at this point. Yeah. Well, think about this, right? Voidcaller came out in Curse of Next Ramus. Yeah. Right. And like it, nobody was saying it was busted until how many years later? So many. <laughs> and, and now it's Four. like, and now it's like busted, busted. Right. So it may be. It may be, you know, something similar. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I mean, I love the the idea of it. It's going to look really cute and golden too, because it's like throwing dice or something. Oh yeah, no, no, it's doing the um cup. Oh, game it's doing the cup the... game. It's doing the cup. Yeah, game. I see. What's the flavor text? Uh, his other street con involves a druid. He can't pull it off without a plant. Uh without a plant. <laughs> oh boy! Wow. All right. All right. Uh, you win some, you lose some. And that's a win. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next up is Sweet Tooth. This is a two mana three two with corrupt gain plus two attack and stealth. Uh, I this let's see here. Uh, it's cute. It's not good enough for the power level of Wild, and there's no deck that I want to slot this into. That's a one from me, dog. One for me. Hot potato. Hydrolysis. Yeah, uh, I gave this a one dash slow is what I wrote. So, yep, yeah, it's a one for me as well. This is for standard. Um, the, the corrupted um, visual looks 
all sorts of awesome though and it's it's cute so but well and plus the art uh, is a loss for me because it should have been like a crazy clown ice cream truck (laughs) that's a twisted metal (laughs) reference in case you weren't oh yeah (laughs) oh i i also thought that it already had stealth and the corrupt was only plus two attack yeah this this isn't even what you want to play in standard stealth rogue no yeah it's only it's too slow yeah all right Let's move on. Uh, next one up is Swindle. This is a two mana common spell. Draw uh, it says draw a spell combo and a minion. So I had to think about this for a second. Uh, I was trying to think where would we put this? Like it seems like decent value two two mana draw a spell combo and a minion. Like hey, this is actually really good with Foxy Fraud, right? Um, mm-hmm. So what is it? You could play this for free, right? Potentially because the combo is free. Yep. Or, or do you still play this for two? I think this is free, right? This is free with Foxy Fraud, yeah. Yeah. So, but but then I'm thinking like, okay, well, where do I put this? Like, do I put this in Kings Bay? And I don't really think so because the other one says draw weapons and pirates, which I mm-hmm. which target specifically. Like, could you put this in like Mali Mali Maligos Rogue? Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe that works. I'm not quite sure. I mean, there's potential here. I just don't know what it is. And uh, like, I don't know. It, it's a, if you build around the right way, like I would trust, um, get someone to build a solid Maligos rogue and you could drop this in and, and target your, um, like if you have very limited minions in your deck, if this draws my pole Kelt or this draws my, you know, or say I'm playing, um, where I could really see this. We saw a very fringe play in the last couple of months was a um, Mechathune Rogue, where you play Anka into yeah. into Mechathune, uh, like. But you have to draw those cards, right? And so, if you're able to um, use this to like pull spe- specifically the cards that you're looking for, I could see this being good in the right deck. Um, I'm giving it a two because I think it'll see fringe play. Uh, someone may very well prove me wrong because draw a spell and a minion um, potentially is is pretty good. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure what the build would be, but I, I'm, yeah, I don't really see it for myself. Um, again, so this is someone please like make something awesome with it and then I'll copy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, I'm gonna I'll give it a two. I say it's fringe play. Some kind of combo. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that, too. Draw is always awesome. It's cheap draw. It, you're guaranteed one. Sometimes you get the second one. I mean, I feel like you're always trying to pull something specific with this. Though I don't know what it is. Um, maybe sheep can enlighten me. I Because... <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's no way it's a bad card. It's going to see plays somewhere. So it's got to be fringe for now. So it's going to go into the, the two pool for me. Yeah, this this is going to be our like combo uh, Foxy Frog uh, deck. You know, we're, we're running combos. We're, we're running, um, you know, it's basically Tempo Rogue. Just a lot of combo stuff. This is draw. You know, maybe draw one, maybe draw two. I think that you want to use your Foxy more for like the um, 
the uh, weapon that we were just talking about. But at the same time, if you don't have that and you can just, you know, drop Foxy and Swindle on two, you, you don't feel bad about it because then you actually burn through your deck. I think this is two. It's going to be a fringe deck. But I mean, two I, I think mana that... draw two is pretty two two mana two three draw two is pretty awesome. Yeah, three two. But yeah, yeah. But well, three two. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that's gonna be good tempo. Um, I think that that deck might actually be viable, not like necessarily meta, but viable. I want to play around with it. So two for me. Cool. Oh, dude, you weren't joking. The corrupted artwork on Sweet Tooth looks awesome. Like, Doesn't it, though? Like, really awesome. Uh, it's I'm got, like, Cthulhu eyeball all over it, too. Let, let me just change the score retroactively. I'm just joking, but the, it, it looks cool. I love that they did that, uh, that it's all new artwork. Um, all right. Okay, moving on. Uh, the next one up is Plies, Prize Plunderer. This is a one-mana 2-1 two, one pirate combo deal one damage to a minion for each other card you've played this turn uh the downside that i see to this card is that it's damage to a minion not damage to whatever mm -hmm. i think that it could have some like crazy potential if it was just one damage um so i i, I mean i i feel like someone like clark uh, or Swagwar, someone will do something crazy with this, but because it doesn't go face, I think that takes whatever little amount of good that there was with this and, and reduces this down to a, a score of one. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, this is the one for me. Um, this is the kind of card where people are going to spend a week or two trying to make highlights and then get like a day of fame on Twitter and then it's over. Like, this card damages a minion. It doesn't go face, so it's a one. Yeah, I feel the same. I mean, there's going to be... What's what's the minion that you give to your opponent, and then when it takes damage, the, the hero... Yeah, like, so, some sort of combo like that, right? But I don't think it's going to be a not meta enough, deck that you're going to... Not gonna... enough to OTK, right? Probably not. Yeah, yeah so I, I, I don't see it happening. Um, no. But, so, I gave so. it... Basically, my note says one does not hit face. So. <laughs> it seems accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm unfortunately 100% in agreement. It, it has such good possibilities if only it went face. It's a pirate. So like we could, we could have run it in that, that deck that we were looking at earlier with the, um, the Foxy fraud, mm -hmm. um, uh, run our, Raiding parties, you know, we we tutor out the prize plunder. We get you know spells. We get, but it doesn't go face. So um, I mean, this guy does look pretty excited about his bear, though. And that <laughs> that is a pretty freaking cute bear. So I I understand. <laughs> Soulbound Ash Tongue is the the card we were looking for earlier. The combo card for Silas and stuff. Oh, gotcha, ah. gotcha. Yeah, cool. All right. But yeah, it's a one for me as well. Cool. Next up is Shadow Clone. This is a two mana rare secret. After you, uh, after a minion attacks your hero, summon a copy of it with stealth. This is interesting. It's an interesting concept. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
It could be good. Rogues don't run a whole lot of secrets in wild at the moment. It's not bad. I, I'm not really sure what it wants. It's so reliant on your opponent to like, okay. It just means that it just means now that when I play against rogue, I have to hit with my worst minion first, which is not always mm -hmm. what I want to do with rogue because if they're using evasion, right, then I want to attack with my strongest minion first so that the damage goes through because right because that sure. says that the first one the damage goes through and then they're invulnerable the rest of the turn and so like okay it 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 makes me think twice i suppose but like I, I just don't see a world where this is all that good um i could see getting really upset when i attack into them with my void daddy and now they've got one although it has stealth <laughs> but like you know what i mean um <laughs> Or... Oh, so you can go right through it because it's either stealth or taunt, <laughs> right? Right, but like, so, so this will be, you know, like, uh, minor level dis disruption. But like, I don't see how this is actually good. I think this the random factor is too high. It just means that you know opponents now going to attack with the worst minion first. So I gave it a one. Yeah, same here. I give it a one. Um, mirror entity is bad this card is bad they can choose what to attack with because rogue only has so many secrets and then within that not that many secrets are great uh this just feels very much like a filler card so it's a one. i give it a one also when i'm playing rogue this is not the game plan that i have i'm not playing secrets personally in wild and i know most people aren't uh, so I don't see this slotting in some sort of meta deck right now and maybe not ever. Cause I mean, why would you? So straight up one for me. What if, yeah. Hey, what if you discover this from shadow dealer Hanar? Like if your opponent has something cool on the board and I discover this off of the, that legendary rogue minion, then maybe I, I mean, it could to. happen. Right. But, but not yeah. in, like I wouldn't intentionally put it in my deck, but it could right. be good situationally, like from a discover. Yeah. Oh yeah, if, definitely. If this set, like read differently, then it could be very powerful. For example, if it said, after a minion attacks your hero, summon a copy of it, attack their hero, then give your copy stealth. Okay, cool. You hit me, I hit you, it's basically eye for an eye, and then I get stealth. Sure. But... Like, this doesn't help my own game plan. Like, this doesn't do face damage to my opponent. This doesn't, like, it gives me board presence, but I'm sacrificing putting board presence in my deck to play this instead. So, I mean, yeah, this is this is a one. But the, the flavor text is awesome. <laughs> you thought you were attacking face, but it was me. You. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. Fun, fun. All right. Yeah, all these flavor texts are funny. Yeah. All right. <laughs> right, though? Uh, next up is uh, Ticketmaster. Oh. This is a three mana for three death rattles. Shuffle three tickets into your deck. When drawn, summon a three, three plush bear. The plush bear has to be like the best artwork in the whole set, by the way. Oh, it's so good. Um, so let's see. Where am I at here? Uh, my note says miracle rogue. Anyone, uh, this could be <laughs> a, like a combo with stowaway. 
Uh, I'm a little bummed that they don't shuffle into your opponent's deck instead, like beneath the grounds. Yeah. I think that it would be a lot better if the three tickets shuffled into your opponent's deck and then when when drawn you got something. Yeah. That that would be rad. Like I would score it like a four or maybe even a five. Like I would put it in odd rogue immediately. Um, right. But because they shuffle into your deck, like, you know, okay. There there is definitely combo potential here with stowaway, but um you know, how is this any different than that Feldori Strider? That's basically the same thing, right? Um, so I don't know. Again, I'm I'm hardly the rogue expert. Like, does this go into odd rogue? I don't really think so. I but I, then again, I could be wrong. I give it a two, but I you know I'm interested to uh, hear your guys' take on this. Yeah, I give this one. Uh... I give it a two. Uh, it's bad because it doesn't shuffle the tickets into your opponent's deck, therefore stopping their Reno deck. And then it's not a battle cry, so therefore you have to wait until this one dies to put the tickets into your deck, and then you got to wait until you draw them, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a two. Yeah, I mean, uh, for Odd Rogue... I'm always looking to play my hench clan thug on turn three, right? So I don't have a desire to draw this and play this instead. It's a death rattle, not a battle cry. It's not disrupting them. It just doesn't seem like something I want to run. And I don't know if you want this in a death rattle deck to be like resummoned by any means. To me, I don't think it's going in any decks. It's, cool it's not like it's a bad card but i don't think it's playable i'm giving it a one yeah also of note the tickets themselves cost three which you know is pretty expensive for a ticket so if you get it from like secret passage oh hey you have to play those because that just puts them into your your hand you're not drawing them boo yeah it's even worse it's even worse this like i i love the flavor of this card i make it a one that's even worse. But it's a one for me as well. Yeah, that's a one. Never mind. I, I really want to love this card because I'm gonna craft it in gold. <laughs> but it's a one it's a one star card though. Oh boy. Uh, Sorry. Sorry, card. Alright. Next up is Cloak of Shadows. We're now into the epics. This is a three mana spell. Give your hero stealth for one turn. Um, <laughs> I think that this is potentially like, do you slot this into mill rogue or something? Uh, so you, you know, you survive an extra turn. Um, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I gave it a two. I don't know really why else you would want to do this except in a pretty fringe deck. Um, and, uh, I don't know. It did make me hopeful that they're going to do a Mists of uh, Pandaria set because they started to bring back some of the um, the panda bears. But yeah, I don't know. I, this is a two for me. So uh, <laughs> this is a rare crossroad where I enjoy the card and I enjoy the art. The art's dope. This oh card, yeah, yeah. This is oh. Like, if Mike's talking about the art, then he's giving it a one. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, 
You didn't hear I'm how joking. I started it. No, no, no. I enjoy this card very much. I give this card a four. Okay. Wow. I'm putting this in any and every kind of rogue deck I play. So as far as odd rogue, king's main, hear me out, guys. I'm at 10-star multiplier. Well, I used to be. I'm at nine right now, so I got to fix that. But um, I'm always at that game where it's like I need one more damage to win or I need one more turn. So they made this card for my MMR. And then also, uh, Sheep, you remember this. Uh, there's a Cthulhu, Cthulhu rogue deck we were messing around with back in Wild THL. Yeah, that's uh, fun. I feel like this card and another card can help out a lot with that with that idea to make it more serious. I'm going for it. I'm with you on the other one. The other card. Okay. Um, what if my counter argument to that is instead of spending three mana on like hiding for this turn, you could have spent the three mana on smorking him for the turn. Yeah. Right? This slots you know what into I mean? a very specific deck. I know exactly deck. what you mean. So, so I don't think it's for like a, a King's Bane or an Odd Rogue or something like that. I think you are buying a turn because you have a combo coming. Yeah. Is 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 how I see that. Because you could you could just Sinister Strike him or something like that. Like you could do something to kill the guy if you needed to wait the turn. So I definitely feel like it's more of a combo card. You're just you're you're like I gotta take this turn off. It's like <clears throat> it's kinda like a timeout. Yeah. It basically is. Yeah. So I'm gonna say it's a two because it's going to find a home in something like that, potentially. Like, I don't think it's 100% unplayable because it will have stall and a, a purpose to do something somewhere, probably super fringe, but it'll it'll find a home in one of these these decks. So, two. Yeah, I'm, I'm completely with you. It, it, it has a home. Its home is not in a meta deck right now, right? Um, so that immediately uh, eliminates it from being uh, four or above because five is meta defining, four is uh, played in meta decks, three is. So it's a determination on if it's sees fringe play or just like straight up playable. And I don't think that I'm going to just like drop this into um, you know just about anything. I think this this is played in like the uh, Galakrond uh, OTK one that that uh, gets all of the. Um, coins and then you play a whole bunch of coins at once and to, to get the combo uh, as many um, like cards as you played this turn deal that much damage um, not in this one from an, an older one um, uh, an older set um, the is it a pillager anyway you're, you're running that and the yep. um, the loa um, uh, together so that you know it hits base for a ton Um so I, I think I gotta go for a two on this one because two is sees fringe play. That's it's, not a, a like serious or competitive deck, but it is a fun deck, um, and I think that we will see it in there. So it gets a, a two for me. So this is I, I, there's that quote from Shawshank Redemption, right? Get busy, get busy living, or get busy dying. And, uh -huh. I, and I think that this this essentially is a timeout, right? And so. Um, you know, it 
it almost in my mind it does it has the same function as timeout in a in a paladin deck where okay i've got an otk coming up uh and i need to buy a turn then i'll then i'll run this um but normally for three mana like i want to be advancing my game not stalling a turn and so it has a very specific function and if i need a stall cool um like this does that uh, I definitely think that we'll see in a couple cards coming up, like there is mill rogue support in this deck or in yes. this set. And so maybe this is where we use that. Uh, it, in fact, I saw one of the new achievements is like kill somebody with mill damage, <laughs> nice. um, which is kind of funny. But uh, so I, I think that there's a specific function for this, but I feel like in a normal, like a, a lot of rogue decks t- tend to be very tempo oriented and this is yeah. a net tempo loss. So um, if this had the same text that timeout did, then I would be probably ranking this three. Um, the big difference is that there are a number of cards, particularly in this expansion, um, like, you know, the new Cthoon or um, uh, Yogg, where you can die even if you're stealthed. That's like seven mana mage spell. <laughs> right. Yeah. Random mage spell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like in general yeah so the fact that it's stealth and not just immune i think is actually relatively important particularly in this meta flame waker can still get you exactly mm, yeah all right all right well let's let's move on uh the next one up is malevolent strike this is a five mana epic spell destroy a minion this costs one less for each card in your deck that didn't start there uh, so this is clearly uh, to be played in like an academic espionage type deck. Um, I think that this could be a lot of fun. I uh, I doubt that this will be competitive, but uh, but maybe it'll definitely be fun. Um, <laughs> and I put how bizarre uh, as a really terrible pun for the uh, bizarre quest. Huh? Uh, you could use the you could use this in quest quest rogue the other quest rogue. Uh, I give it a two. I think that that in an, like an academic espionage type deck where I'm shuffling a bunch of random crap into my stuff, uh, into my deck that, okay, cool. Then I play destroy a minion for uh, like zero mana. Uh, but outside of that deck, I don't think that I want to be really running this. Mm-hmm. No, I, I give this a one. I played too much like Cthulhu Galakron Rogue to care about this being like no I, I like um slayer and stuff like that i give this a one like my my style of rogue meme is galakron uh Cthulhu rogue so this is a one to me i instinctively would want to give it a one but if assassinate exists uh and the bottom of our scale is a one this has to be a two because it's better <laughs> so it's a two for me. Okay. Yeah. I I, I really like um, the academic espionage sty- style of decks. They're not competitive. They're, they're definitely not, like, climbable. Um, that said, this is going to be a lot of fun in that deck because it, like, actually lets you get rid of stuff. So I'll give it a two. I've lost to that deck on ladder before, and it's very frustrating. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they don't kill you with cards that they even discovered most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it it's, can be pretty frustrating. All right, 
Uh, let's see. Next up, we get into our legendary card. So this is the first one. Uh, it is a two mana three two called Tenwu of the Red Smoke. Battle cry: Return a friendly minion to your hand. It costs one this turn. Like, this is rad, but it's only rad in the right deck, I think. So it's got to be a good battle cry. I, really, what this card should have said is battle cry: Return a friendly cold light oracle to your hand. It costs one this <laughs> turn. Um, or you know, or, you know, or it could be what it's the elven one that shuffles two copies into your deck, but. Uh, I think that I gave it a two. Like, dude, I love this card. I think that this card is awesome. Um, I just think that, you know, it, it it only fits in like a certain deck and it's like battle cry stuff and it's only reduced this turn. Like in Mill Rogue, this is great. Uh, you know, could you like, this is essentially um, a, one of those pandas, uh, except it gives you a reduction mm-hmm. if you play it this turn. So the the reward uh, over this versus like youthful brewmaster or whatever is that you get a it only costs one if you replay it this turn. Now hypothetically you don't have to right like this returns the minion and I could play it um, next turn or a different turn. I suppose if you don't care what about there, is the no, what there is no next turn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I suppose I could play this in like Quest Rogue as well, like the the one that got nerfed twice. Uh, not that <laughs> anyone plays it anymore, but the, I think the the deck is makeable at the minute. Uh, there's, um, it's not nearly as good as it ever used to be, but it's not that hard to um, make that deck work. So I don't know. I, I give this a two. I mean, I think it's fringe playable. I. I don't see it being meta. What do y'all think? All right, for me, uh, it's tough because when I saw this card, this might be my favorite out of the whole set. The card's dope. Uh, it is cool. Card. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we know about that red smoke, man. We love that stuff. So <laughs> the the ability, <laughs> the ability is amazing. Um, Looking at, I got an idea. Sheep, you going to talk about Cthulhu a little bit? I'll I'll leave some for you. I'll I'll, I'll let you do it. That that is that is your your pet deck. So, I, so I will oh, I didn't even think about Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's this is the one that we were talking about. Yeah, that that is the this, other this, deck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the one. Aside from the stealth, yeah. in case you don't get Valera. Um, so this card right here, I like a lot because you can play Cthulhu on ten, like regardless of, um. Regardless of what, what, what attack it's at. But prior to that, you play this, you hit it with the shadow step. So keep your second shadow step while this is at zero. You can hit that Cthulhu, play it down, play this at zero, get the Cthulhu back from one. And then when you got that back in your hand, you could play this and get it back in your hand and then play it again um, the following turn or if you have coins. Nate, that's what I meant. Um, I wasn't coming at you. I was in defense of you that when I said, what if there is no next turn? Because you can just blast them away. Yeah, like oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, two yeah, yeah. Cthulhu's in a turn. Um, no, I understand right now the idea of Cthulhu Galakrons is a meme, but like over time, like if they keep making cards like this, like I think it could be it can get stronger. Um, I'd like for one day it to be like tier four meta and start moving up. I know right now it's just a joke, but I, I play it a lot. And I think it's fun. Uh, people are saying Quest Rogue. I never actually played the Quest, so that's more for you guys to talk about. 
Uh, it's so doable. I, I, I don't so think that me, it's ever going to be tier three, one, but yeah, put it at a three for our, our ranking. I like it. I like it. Quest Rogue, I'm sure it helps it, and it, it it'll you know make it slightly more playable. But I don't know. I think Quest Rogue's going to need a lot of help to be somewhat relevant in in Wild because you spend a lot of your time just uh, trying to playing solitaire, trying to complete your quest. And so for those first few turns, that's all you're doing. And if you're against aggro, they are just going to be <laughs> smashing you in the face while you're bouncing things back to your hand and playing them again. And all, it, all the cards that you're bouncing cost one or two anyway, so it's not really a big discount there. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it might help it, but very slightly possibly. And I, I don't think it's enough to bring it back. We could get more support in the future, but Quest Rogue is too slow for Wild. I wish that wasn't the case. It got nerfed a little too hard. <laughs> I guess for Standard, it needed to be nerfed, but um, yeah, I don't see it helping that. But with the meme potential, like I'm down with throwing multiple Cthulhu's at people's face. Like that sounds mm -hmm. pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, There may be yeah. stuff in the future too that we can do. Like it's basically oh. like a youthful brewmaster, but it costs one. It's like a grumble, but grumble does it forever. Um, I don't know. It's it's going to see some fringe play and some fun stuff. So it's not a one. It's but it's also not a three. So I have to give it a two, even though it's super fun. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I forgot about the other trick I like to do: uh, getting lackeys down with high sparing. So we got the wonders from one. Uh, if you can set up whole kilt, you can draw certain cards for zero. So um, turning into Valera, you can sometimes get Cthulhu for zero. And then, uh, like, sometimes if you, you get the right setup, like, this deck is not actually a meme. But, like, I know just the, just hearing the idea of it, it's, like, all these different cards. It's, like, what the heck is this guy talking about? But, like, like I, I, I like this card and cards like it because it helps support the idea and it'll keep it going. So, sorry, good. Because uh, she... zero, just so you know, drawing for zero is great. <laughs> That's Drawing true. for zero is amazing, <laughs> and I look sheep? forward to using uh, Tin Wu of the Red Smoke to do exactly what what Mike is saying. Like, I love Cthulhu Rogue. I'm I'm gonna do all of these things. Like, if I can get Cthulhu for free, then I can play Cthulhu. Tin Tin Wu, play Cthulhu, and then since I'm already uh, Valero the Hollow. I can play Cthulhu again. So I've just played three Cthulhu's. Yeah. Yeah. In the same turn. You, your deck has betrayed you three times. It's amazing. <laughs> the, voice, the voice he puts on. <laughs> like, the voice is creepy, dude. <laughs> it's creepy. It's so good, too. I like it. So. What do you, what do you give it? I, the real answer is a two. But what I'm putting down here and what I'm committing to is a three. Six. Because. Yeah. <laughs> Because like, it's it's gonna be that fun that I'm gonna play it so much that it it's gonna get a, a three. For me, it's gonna get a three. For Mike, we're gonna play it so much that we're gonna make it yeah. almost meta, thus almost. making it a three tier five. Instead. There you go. <laughs> there, Let's I put the it. the Astros Flames uh, believe emoji <laughs> in chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
All right, this is the last rogue legendary here. Uh, it's All a right. six mana five seven called Grand Empress Shekzara. Battle cry: Discover a card in your deck and draw all copies of it. Uh, now this feels busted to me. I'm just not sure how. I don't know. As like a non rogue player, like I'm not sure what the combo is here. Like. Yeah, clearly, like, you know, do you run one of the... This feels like Milrogue support to me, but I feel like there's probably a better use for it. Like, do I put a whole bunch of Cold Light Oracles into my deck and then this guy draws them all for me? Or Pogo Hopper. Uh, Pogo Hopper you could do. Uh, with Togwaggle Scheme, right? You shuffle... I don't know. I do, Like, I gave it a two because I feel like there's some kind of fringe deck or some kind of meme potential, but I'm not quite sure how this is uh, competitive. So I'm giving it to you. I'm curious to see what you guys all say about it though. Um, yeah. So d does this card get played with uh, the ticket master or what's it called? The ticket, ticket something. The one yeah, that the gets ticket the, master. Uh, the three right. Yeah. I suppose you could summon your bear, you know, and summon your three bears, but um, I feel like there's better things in wild happening than summoning your bears. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I just so this is uh, and right and rightfully so expo exposing a weakness in my game where I've played two games of Milrogue. Not sure really how to navigate it. Not sure how to build it. So this very much smells of that type of uh, you know build. So I lean on other players who. Who understand it? You don't want this mill rogue. No. Okay. I, I don't well, you're also because yeah. now you're drawing, you're emptying your deck, and and you will oh, have okay. filled your deck with cold light oracles, and then so now you're just going to draw them all out, and you're going to mill yourself. And, yeah. So you're automatically going to be like drawing more than your hand is can can fit with these cold light oracles, which goes against what you're trying to do. Yeah. So that you could end up yeah. fatiguing yourself by doing this exactly yeah so i, I like you I said you you were that, unaware yeah. of it and the, the answer is you definitely don't want to play this in that in that archetype unfortunately then um is this going to be a high keeper raw combo like I, i'm not sure what, what this does i i'll give it a two i don't know yeah, I, I don't know where its home is either uh i fully agree with the and not putting it in mill rogue um i mean that's the first thing you might think but yeah that was my thought is yeah you can shuffle cold light oracles in but and you can be you know ahead in fatigue because you have all these cards in your deck but now you're just pulling them out right yeah. so it's not really working towards your goal i've seen it pull you could they shuffle in a bunch of nizoth sometimes i thought of that i thought about the nizoth thing too but you don't need to draw them all. You'll just draw one the next turn, right? Like yeah, one no, it doesn't. I agree with you. One Nazoth is going to fill your board, and you don't need to draw the, the other eight that are in your deck because you'll just get it the next turn. And you can only play one a turn anyway. Yeah. So I I don't see I don't see what this is doing. I don't think it's a Nazoth thing. I don't think it's a mill thing. Some weird combo that I don't know of. So currently, I'm calling it unplayable as a one. Yeah, I 
I would call this one, but there are multiple people, at least one of them in chat um, right now, who are going to do this with Pogo Hopper. <laughs> Especially since Pogo Hopper um, is now only one mana because it was it was buffed and that buff stayed, so it is still only one mana. Um, you know, if Pogo Hopper was two mana, th- I mean, they would still try it because, of course, they would. I mean, it's, it's Pogo Hopper; Th- things are adorable. But <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's not going to be good, um, but people will play it. And since people will play it, even though it's not good, and seeing fringe play, that's going to be a two for me. All right. That is it for the rogue class. Uh, We're plugging in right along. We've still got shaman, warlock, and warrior, and neutral. Uh, So let's just jump into shaman. You guys, are you guys okay with that? I'm good to go. All right. Same. Let's do this then. The first shaman card that we have up is called Resolve. This is a one mana common spell. Transform all minions into random ones with the same cost. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of this card. I think that this is actually really good disruption, though it's not nearly as good as Devolve or Devolving Missiles. Uh, yeah, the joke is, right? First we had Evolve, then we had Devolve. Now we have Revolve. <laughs> um, it So here's the, the interesting thing. This hits your minions as well. Mm-hmm. So this is this is not just a, you know, is it a, yeah, it's a better Earthshock. Yeah. Uh, so I, I see this being, no. I see this being disruptive, but I don't know that it's actually good. Like I, I'm a little bit confused on this one. Um, I do think it's playable. Uh, the problem is that it hits your minions as well, and so, like, if I if I'm looking at like when do I use devolve or devolving missiles, right? If they've got something like a Malganus that makes them immune or some giant taunt or something that is, you know, causing it to where like is a big problem for me, um, then I will use the devolve to, so it's primarily so that I can like go phase and kill them. But uh, <laughs> because this affects my cards as well, it, it, it has a downside to it. Um, I do think that it's playable. It's just not as good. Uh, I'm going to give it a three. I don't think it's OP. Um, I think it's playable. Uh, again, I, I, I don't think that it's um, better than Devolver Devolving Missiles, though. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I think it's just three. It's like a three minus, like a 2.5, but I'll give it a three. Mike, what do you think? Um, I'm gonna give this card a three as well. Uh, as much as I hate saying it or admitting it, <laughs> pretty actually, it's to me pretty healthy for the game because if not, cards like Devolve, Devolving Missiles, Polymorph, and Hex would be the only way to slow down uh, a deck like Mech Pally, decks like. Uh, decks that can recruit minions early that are really high statted for the earlier turns that are normally harder to that are difficult to deal with. Um, now I understand this changes the minion to a different minion of the same cost, but 
this applies to when like the minions are buffed. So like uh, aggro druid, when you got a bunch of one mana minions, but now instead of them being what five sevens, they're gonna change into one twos, one ones. Um, as much as I don't play big shaman, I think it's good and um, I respect it, and I see like revolve going in shaman lists just to just to keep people on their toes because I feel comfortable queuing into any class except shaman as paladin. So I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so I gave it three. Yeah, this this card is really good or bad. Like it, it's it's confusing <laughs> to me. Like because sure you like some like I love devolve because I want to get rid of what is ever on the other side of the board. They got a taunt. I need to go through it right. But when I play this, like say I got my charge minions or no, nah, you I guess you just play charge after, but. You got something that wants to go face. You could totally whiff, right? You could get rid of their taunts, and then now suddenly, like you got some like one vibes or something like that. Um, so I like I I don't know, but you could totally wreck synergies, mm-hmm. which I do like. I'm not the biggest like I don't know if this is like a controlly shaman card or like where this is slotting in it's definitely not well it's not an even shaman card um <laughs> like i rather play evolve and devolve i'd rather play devolve over this i i don't know i am not the biggest shaman player to me it seems a little janky like you, well, you don't know what you're gonna get you, you don't like, but check this out right so if you've got a board full of uh say let's say you're playing like evolve shaman right or anything you've got uh-huh. totems right you can attack into your minion, into your opponent's stuff. Like, say they've got, uh, like, this is great if I'm playing against, like, Odd Paladin or if I'm playing against. Um, uh, yeah, something Q Block or something with a bunch of Death Rattle stuff. Or even if I'm playing against, like, Aggro Druid where they've got a bunch of little tokens that are all buffed. Uh, this removes all of that. The other thing that's kind of cool is. You know, maybe I'm playing against a shaman or, or a paladin with a bunch of one ones. Like I can attack some of my stuff into their stuff and then do it. Like you know, basically maybe... you get a free heal with your stuff. Like all your guys are now new minions, right? And they yeah. have they're they're at full health after you've done your damage to their side of the board. Potentially. Although their stuff it, is gonna change it's... too. So you'd have to kill it and yours would have to survive for it to work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you'd have to basically do proper trading and then have your guys survive. What you want to do is you want to kill a Void Lord. So, you know, now you only have three one drops instead of a nine drop, as well as the Carnivorous Cube. And boom, now you have three random one drops and a random five drop instead of uh, (laughs) a Void Daddy and a cube that has something impactful in it. Yeah, so I, I I don't know how well I'm going to personally play this card, but I think people are going to play it better than me. I think it is a playable card. It's a little confusing to me, but I yeah, I, I'll, I'll say it's a three for playability. Maybe sometimes you will smash him in the face, and then you'll revolve, and you'll get a whole other charge minion, and you can hit him again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, so... so... Like, you could totally do the math on that one. Oh yeah! Like you have a reckless rocketeer now, you got a Leroy. <laughs> Perfect, two great tastes. <laughs> it tastes great together. 
like, um, or whatever, whichever ones. I think those are separate manas. But you know what I mean. Like you could you could turn something into something else, and maybe it'd work out good. We'll, we'll go with three. Taking too long on this one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Re- Revolve is great. Like this is one of my favorite cards of the set, and like Evolve Shaman is really fun, but not super consistent right now. Um. This just helps it get more consistent. Like before, you only had um, Evolve, and um, I guess Unstable Element. Um, but then also the uh, the zero mana one that you could do for you know one time. Uh, this enables me to drop a doppelganger and then play Revolve. Boom! All of a sudden, I have three five fives. Or sorry, three five drops, <laughs> not three five fives. Some are going to be better. Some are going to be worse. That's how it works. Um, yeah. But the fact that I'm able to drop, you know, a desert hair instead of having three one ones, having three three drops, as well as disrupting my opponent's board, like that's what it's going for. So you're trying to go like wide with a single minion and then change it to to a minion that's better. Um, that's what you want to do do with Revolve. Of course, that this deck also runs Evolve, um, probably unstable element. Though maybe you cut that for Revolve because Revolve is just better in that. Um, but it's both disruption as well as like pursuing your own um, agenda as well. So it's really two great things. Blue Train says says that uh, we cut unstable Evo. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, so because of that, Evolve Shaman is already a meta deck. It's not a high meta deck, but I think this just makes it more consistent. So I think because of that, I have to give it a four. Um, it's definitely not going to be breaking the meta or you know defining the meta, but it makes a a slightly fringe deck more mainstream and makes it more consistent. So I, I think Revolve is is just an all around good card, and this it has a very very good um, uh, uh, like tools as well as a, a, another few um, like tools later in in this set that that we will see before too long well and as a Q, like a q block player like this card is terrifying yeah this, this is gonna make me so angry <laughs> <laughs> it will <laughs> so feel you on that all right shut up blue train <laughs> nobody asked you <laughs> you said good yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, this card is dangerous because I feel you, Nate. I'm on your side because, like, Mech Paladin. Like, I love making those big mechs. <laughs> Boom, dude. Right? Yeah. No, no, no. It's good. It's really good. I honestly, no, no, no. I think this could be played in a number of Shaman decks, too, just based on the disruption. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, just, like, hear me out for two seconds, right? I play have played not a lot of Shaman, but when I do play Shaman, I play big Shaman. And it's primarily, like, a control deck. And if my opponent plays something, like, I could even consider playing this and that not that like if i've got an empty board or a couple totems on board and my opponent drops something good i don't think that you really played in that too i'm just saying that it's versatile because um you know the the disruption is so good uh i do i agree devolving missile is probably better but i I think it's a very very was my first 1k hero portrait (laughs) oh nice nice it's a good card though all right, yeah. all right. Here's the next up. It is a. It's called Cage Match Custodian. It's a two mana two two elemental battle cry. Draw a weapon. Uh, I feel like this card is pretty strong, actually. Um, I like it in Even Shaman. Uh, you can draw your Jade weapon, whatever it's called. You can draw your Lickum. You can even better. You can draw your Splitting Axe. Um, 
and I like it. I, I think that this is a solid two drop. Uh, we still keep we still keep the e, the eels, whatever Merck's Park eel. I yeah, I think that still, stays too. We still keep, but like dr- drawing the uh, splitting axe in uh, in even shaman seems pretty good. So I like this card. I gave it a four. Uh, I think that this sees play in meta decks for sure. Oh, you're muted, Mike. Sorry about that. Same here for me. Um, give it a four. Battle cry, draw a weapon, elemental shaman. This card just screams shaman. Looks pretty cool. I like the art. Um, slides right into even shaman. If it was a three, it'd be kind of messed up. But uh, like I said way earlier, I I think I I think I like to think they're paying attention when they make cards for a while. So this is pretty cool for even shaman get to draw the splitting axe and go crazy Four. yeah i think it as soon as i saw it it was an auto slot into even shaman and like nate said i think you still keep the eels um you want that splitting axe and even going forward with whatever build even shaman is doing even if it's not totems down the line like i know they used to do like they did jade claws and stuff like that like whatever weapon you are running, you can just draw it, right? So it's a two mana, two, two, draw exactly what you want to draw. Four star card. We know that tutors are good, right? Yeah. 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 T- tutors are good. What do you think, sheep? <sighs> but. I'm not. <laughs> but in even shaman, you know, uh, right now we're only really running the uh, splitting X, right? Right now, yeah. Do, do I really want to cut something to just guarantee, like, one draw? Like, Splitting Axe is powerful, but do I want to cut, like, anything to tutor that out and drop a 2-2? Not really. Um, and then in Evolve Shaman, do I really want to only be playing a 2-mana two 2-2 two, instead of something that's going wide that I can then evolve? Maybe honestly, because the the knuckles is really that that impactful. For me, like this is very playable because Tudor draw is powerful. <laughs> but I think it's only a three star card for me. <laughs> All like, right, it, it's playable. It's playable, but it's it's not. Well, and again, it's super strong. It's hard to say without playing any of these, right? This is all conceptual in our mind. So, in my mind, how much does Axe cost? Four. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, this this is potentially you know a setup turn. This is also you know, do I draw this on two and play it on curve so that I can Axe you know on four or five or whatever? Like it it needs to be play tested. I think that that's a um, that's a fair assessment. All right, well, yeah, let's I, move on. We I just say my y'all are excited about it, See, but I'm just like, uh. I, I just like it because you like, like you don't feel ever tempted to like keep your splitting axe or anything like that, right? Like, That's true. You can totally toss that and not worry about it because you have this. You can play 2-2 and you can still get your splitting axe. So that's that's what I like about it. Mm. Yeah. 
Blue Train has a good point. So here's the deal, right? In in, in even Shaman, there's there's sort of a vacancy in the two drop spot because Evil Totem is not that great, Crystallis is not mm-hmm. that great, uh, Mana Feeder is not that great. Like yeah. this, this is better than those. So the the even Shaman that I've been running lately runs Evil Totem, but it doesn't run uh, Crystallis. It might run Mana Feeder. No, I no. I mean, recall. it's usually one of those in that slot, right? Yeah. And so at the very least, Evil Totem has like the Totem Synergy going for it, which, you know, increases, you know, all of the synergy for for your other um, plan, including, you know, the um, Splitting splitting Axe. Um, I think I'd rather run Evil Totem in my list, but that doesn't mean that it's correct. Yeah, no, 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 that works. I, I like the discussion on this one. I think that's a fair assessment. All right, let's mm-hmm. move on uh, to our next card here is Storm Strike. This is a three mana spell. Deal three damage to a minion. Give your hero plus three attack this turn. Uh, I feel like this is interesting. I am not quite sure. I mean, at the end of the day, it's six damage for three mana with no downside, right? There's no overload. This Mm -hmm. is just straight up six damage for three. I could see myself uh, playing it in odd shaman only because like it's a burst deck, right? And if I can get six damage out of nowhere for three, that's good. Uh, never mind. I take that back. It's three damage to a minion. Yeah. three. So so it's like a dual purpose sort of thing. Kill a minion and go face or whatever. Yeah, no, 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 no. If it if it was just three three damage period, I read it wrong. If it's three, it's three damage to a minion plus you get three attack. Um, mm. I I'll give it a two and say it's fringe playable. I, I don't think I don't think that this goes um, in odd shaman anymore or any other shaman for that matter. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately. I, I like the idea of it. I think if it could go face, it would be OP. I I would like it a lot more. So I'll give it a two. Yeah, I gave this card a two as well. Um, I don't like it in Odd Shaman. For what Odd Shaman already does, this just seems pointless. If it was like two or three damage and then give your hero three attack, I'd be all in, but I gave it a two. Not so from what we've heard or what I've heard... They're trying to make the new shaman thing in standard anyway, this new enhanced shaman sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, if you've got a weapon that's got, like, Wind Fury going, you know? um, New Legendary? (laughs) Yeah, like, so this this could be kind of cool, but it does seem currently like it's going to be fringe. Um, I think it's an excellent card. Like, it's dual purpose. You can kill a minion that's in your way, and then you can go face with your weapon, which is really, really awesome. But right now in Wild, we're playing Even and Big Shaman. And this doesn't really slot into that. So it's going to be fringe. Maybe it will be uh, playable in a meta deck later on after this set. I don't know, but it's fringe, so it's a two for me, even though it's awesome. Yeah, this this is an awesome card. This is a standard card. Like the the standard deck is the the new legendary uh, Inhara Stormcrash, 
with this in order to, um, you know, that becomes 10 damage that you're doing a turn. Um, mm -hmm. Because in Hara, I mean, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Two, two, two and uh, Wind Fury from Inhara plus this. Um, it's not going to be good in Wild. Um, this is a standard card. It's very exciting for standard. This is a one-star card in, in Wild, unfortunately. Right on. Right. Fair enough. All right, let's move on. Next up is Pitmaster. This is a three-mana rare minion. It is a 1-2. Uh, Battlecry, summon a 3-2 duelist. Corrupt, summon two. So potentially, uh, right off the bat, you're getting, what is it, you know, four, four worth of damage or worth of stats for three. Um, the corrupt, you know, you, I, I don't know. I, again, I'm hardly a shaman, um, player here. It like, would you want to use this in like an evolved shaman? Like maybe, but desert hair is better. So because it summons two copies for what is it for four? I think is it three, four? I don't know. I don't even, I don't really play it. Or maybe you run both. I don't know. I think that, that um, of note, we don't know um, because it doesn't mention it on on the site. Um, what mana the um, like two duelists are? Yeah. I imagine that they're technically three, but um, we don't know for sure. Yeah, if they're one mana or something, we're bummed. Right. <laughs> uh, if they're Blue, Blue Chain says they are three. If they're three, then this could go in an evolved shaman deck. Yeah. Uh, I think I would give it a solid two. Um, Okay, yeah, Blue Train says they're three. Yeah, okay. Now, on, on the site, the Pit Master, the corrupted version, is what's on, on the site, but not the the tokens. I don't know if it's going to be good enough or not. Again, I think this is one that requires testing. Uh, I, I'll say give it a two because even then, like, Evolve Shaman is like a tier three, tier four deck. And, like, it, it's fun. I mean, I know people can hit Legend with it, but... Uh, you might need 11 stars to do it. <laughs> is that mean? <laughs> is that mean? I'm sorry, but uh, no, I, tell me how it is, man. I like that. I think that it's it's fun. I don't. I think it's a little fringe for me. I think uh, I'll say a two. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I was thinking a two as well. Uh, three mana corrupt. Summon two. It's a one two. It'll summon two three twos. Yeah, it's a two. A lot of twos yeah, there. I. I also have this as a two uh, <laughs> odd cost card. I mean, it's a pile of stats. It, it's corrupt, but I mean, now we're playing off curve, not efficiently. It's, I mean, it's a battle cry. If people want to be playing some quest shaman, maybe you can, you know, get that quest going. But yeah, uh, two for me. Yeah. So I'm assuming that the duelists are uh, three drops because typically they are the same. Uh, mana as the the thing that summons them um i do think that we Raid. probably do run this in evolve shaman but even at that it's probably you know just like a attack so i'm down with the two two's all around okay that's solid that's solid um yeah okay i i mean i think it's safe to assume that the tokens are probably three because it's a it would be a three mana three two so that makes sense 
Uh, hey, we just got a giant raid from Martian Boo. What's up? That, thank you very much. That's super cool. So we're doing our wild set review. We've been recording now for seven hours. Um, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. we, we still have, uh, we're finishing up with Shaman, then we've got Warlock and Warrior, and then on to our neutrals. Um, and then we'll be done. So, all right, let's, uh, let's move on here. Our next card up is... The whack and knoll hammer. This is a three mana three two weapon. After your hero attacks, give a random friendly minion plus one plus one. Um, I uh just don't think that this is good enough for anything. To be honest, uh, I gave this a one. Hmm. Mike, what did you, you give this, Mike? Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, no, it's all good. It's all yeah. Good. No, the the card's so bad. I started eating food. It's a one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, it's um. I mean, it's a nerfed fiery war axe with a bit of an upside. I've got no reason to run it. It's not even. So, sorry, one. <laughs> yeah, but this is for that standard. Um, Inhara Stormcrash deck. This doesn't see a place in wild. It is a one for wild for sure. All right. <laughs> I like the I like the hammer in in uh, chat. That's great. All right. Next up. Oh, yeah. Is the dunk <laughs> dunk tank. This is a four mana spell. Four mana. Deal four damage. Corrupt. Then deal two damage to all enemy minions. Um, That's how you should write spells. Then then enemy minion. Yeah, this is interesting. I mean, this is a decent board clear if it's corrupted. I think it's a it, it's like a slightly cheaper but worse earthquake. Granted earthquake does everything, right? Not just this does enemies. But like I don't know, maybe this goes in a Reno deck. I don't know. I I think that I I don't think that yeah, I don't think two two I don't think that two damage is enough for a for a board clear here. So, you know, I don't know. Uh do I give it a one? Do I give it a two? Um you know, four four damn four mana deal four. It feels a little bit slow to me, so I'm not sure. I mean I'll give it a two because I think it it may be fringe playable, but I'm not sure. It might it might be only worth a one. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, um, I like the deal four and go face, so I'll give it a three. Yeah. It's not it's not restricted to minions. Yeah, it can go face. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, um, hear me out here. We play Jade Lightning, right? Mm-hmm. That's Some, four sometimes. mana, deal four to the face. It it, it like it's a. Uh, I don't even know if it's an even shaman right now, but it definitely was. Um, and pe- we were running it just to. To go face, and this goes face, and it can, if it's corrupt, you know, kill a bunch of tokens or whatever. So I, I mean, if we were playing Jade Lightning and getting like a 1-1 out of it, a Jade Lightning that can do potentially 2 damage to their whole board has to be okay. I mean, like, I don't think it's horrible. Like, it's got to be slightly better than getting a 1-1, doing 2 damage to their side of the board. So I'm going to go with a three that it's playable, but not necessarily playable in a meta deck. 
Yeah, I think this is kind of like we're talking about for last expansion. Control Shaman just got another tool. Like this is one more tool that Control Shaman like can have and put in its back pocket. This one is a very weak tool though, because it does need to be corrupted in order to actually be impactful. So you have to play something that's five mana or above in order for it to actually like do anything more than just, you know, single target removal, which is not inconsequential. But I don't think that this is actually something that even Shaman is even going to really add, or <laughs> definitely not even Shaman, but uh, even Control Shaman is going to really add to their repertoire. Well, yeah, no, and that's the thing, right? So what, what in, in even Shaman, what would trigger this? The Stormbringer right. or whatever that dragon is, right? Exactly. The yeah, giant, you're definitely not running this in even Shaman. The giant's not going to do it because the discounted doesn't cost, like it, it looks at the card right, cost. Good point. Uh, again, and Stormbringer. Again, and that's Stormbringer. It. So, so, so definitely not even shaman. Uh, control shaman is the one that I was thinking of, though. And even at that, I think that you know they want to have things that yes may cost more, but are you know n less conditional. You don't have to have them in your hand before you can get value, with the exception of uh, um, Hagatha scheme, right? Because that scales way more than just being capped at two. Um, so <laughs> blue train saying the lurker below just is better does this but better exactly yeah exactly so i think dunk tank is honestly a one for me i i just can't see it being played over any of the cards we've discussed tonight yeah. so yeah. that's all a right. one for me it's actually a good point yeah all right next up is is a uh, deathmatch pavilion this is an epic spell summon a three two duelist if your hero attacked this turn summon another I get I get what this is doing. I think that this is really intended for standard. It kind of synergizes for with the other cards we've looked at with the legendary minion and and that spell that mm -hmm. gives you attack. Uh mm -hmm. for wild, I just don't see that this is good. Um I feel like uh it's a bit conditional. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh because it requires you to attack first, it's too conditional for me, so I give it a 1. Yeah, same here for me. It's too conditional. And for what the format is, summoning two three twos on turn, what, three or four? What, like, what does that accomplish? So I give it a one. Yeah, um, my note is exactly um, two mana three two is too weak for wild. Only good if you can swing with the weapon, but it's way too conditional. So, like, I don't feel like. I feel like I could be way more proactive than this. So uh, I gave it a one. Evolve Shaman run, runs a weapon. That weapon evolves things. That would this be great true. if you could get two things on board before swinging rather than afterwards. This <laughs> goes against what you actually want to do. This is a one-star card in Four Wild. All right. Uh, next up is uh, Magic Fin. This is a three mana, three four Murloc. Add a friend. Uh, excuse me. After a friendly Murloc dies, add a random legendary minion to your hand. Um, I my notes say that this is Murloc Pinata. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is though. It's, so uh, I give it a one. I mean, I don't know. I this is this is a meme card. It's cute. sorry. What did you say you gave it? One. 
one. I don't know. I can't imagine running this in anything. I mean, I don't know. I get do do you play it in Quest Shaman like Murloc Quest Shaman? Like I don't know. You I mean, don't, when you, you don't play, play that anyways, so when you play Murlocs in Wild in Shaman, you don't play the quest, right? Well, the 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 other the Murloc Quest Shaman, like the the Murloc Quest, the old the, quest, the one the quest, the old quest to play a bunch of Murlocs. No, that's what I'm saying. It's it's like way better to just play a bunch of Murlocs than to waste turn one on playing a quest. Huh? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't. This isn't good, anyways. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, that quest isn't good. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is that, one that, for me. Like, this is fun. <laughs> this is. This will be Slizzle's new favorite card. Uh, yeah. Exactly. For, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that this is. Um. The like the random legendary pool is so huge now. Like, okay, cool. I'll get a Millhouse Mana Storm or a Lore Walker Cho from this Murloc that shouldn't be in my deck. Yeah, our legendary pool is so huge and wild. Mm-hmm. So big. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it. Anyway, uh, Mike, what did you give this? Um, I'm giving it a one because as soon as I kill Walk one, the first legendary I get will be Linissa Sunsaro, so it's a one. <laughs> now, no, I mean, here's here's the meme potential, right? And this will go in a Trollden video or whatever. Like... If I've got a full board full of Murlocs, right? Say I've got the totem up that's pumping out little one one Murlocs, and then I play the the one that does four Murlocs, four one one Murlocs, and then I drop this guy and I run every single one of those Murlocs into a minion and they all die, then my hand fills up with legendaries, right? It's mm-hmm. it's still bad. It'll make a good yeah. it'll make a good highlight reel, but like it's still bad. Yeah, then you'll fill your hand with a bunch of legendaries, and then when you go to draw your actual Murlocs with Synergy, you'll just burn them all. (laughs) So, um, I mean, at least it's a spider tank worth of stats, (laughs) but uh, yeah, no, it's it's definitely a one. All right, Sheep, what do you think? I think that Slizzle's going to make this card awesome, and that is a testament to how good Slizzle is and not how good this card is. This is a one-star card. If only it were a rogue minion. Oh, yeah. That that would <laughs> still not be good because of the Murloc stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is just bad. All right. Yeah. All right, when we get into the class legendary, so first up is uh, Grand Totem Izor. <laughs> As in like eyesore. Wow. At the this is a three mana zero four totem. At the end of your turn, give plus one plus one to all other totems in your hand, deck, and battlefield. Uh you know I would have really liked it if it were even cost, probably. Um at odd, maybe, maybe. I, I struggle with this a little bit because in okay, number one, I'm bad with this deck anyways, right? We had three E come on the show. Uh he's very good. Like, could you buff your to- your totems, I guess? Uh I, I struggle to f- to figure out like why I would want to play this. Um and uh especially in um like an odd deck. Like like Boot Train saying odd is a burn deck. Now you can make totems and you can buff totems and I can make a whole bunch of spell damage totems. Uh, and this buffs them, I guess, but like that doesn't, it doesn't synergize well. It just doesn't seem too very good to me. Um, I, uh, I gave it a two, uh, because I think a it's fringe and B it's not that good. 
I, I'm sure that there's probably some potential with something, but I don't just really don't see it. Mike, what about you? Yeah, I give it a two because it needs more support. And the only way it's good is if you copy it and then each grand totem buffs each other. So that's about it. Yeah, so I think that this is um, fringe in standard as like a totem shaman support sort of card because they don't have the odd or even. Is totems a thing in standard? Um, that's why I said yeah. fringe. Uh, I know that Bodicus was playing it like a couple months ago. Huh. Yeah, okay. Um, well, but enough. hence fringe. So if it's for <laughs> me, it's fringe in standard, then for me, it's a one in wild. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah, I think before too long, we may eventually get to a point where it's actually worth running like totem shaman that's not necessarily even oh we are not there yet mm, so yeah. is this too because it's fringe because it's you know might eventually be a thing no and unfortunately i think this is one with with the um caveat that it will eventually be very good you know what um Esty in chat had a good point about maybe in a totem deck with the amalgams uh, oh yeah, the, that's fine. The old amalgam, the new amalgam. Um, the new amalgam actually seemed pretty good, but so this 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 would could be interesting potentially. I wish that it, honestly, mm. like, I wish that it was an epic instead of a legendary. Oh, I yeah. guess I guess it's because it um, buffs your hand and your deck as well. Mm. Uh, in addition to just your board. And it's an ad, it's the, it's an end of turn effect as well. So, I suppose there's potential for having it trigger more than once, uh, assuming someone yeah. keeps it alive. Assuming you played it in the first place. Yeah, this card is one reason why there will eventually be a critical mass of of totem mm -hmm. and totem synergies that make it to where you can play a non even totem deck in wild. But we're just not there yet. It's very slow, right? Uh, yeah. People play, so Infernal Wisdom in chat. People play Edwin for three mana. Aggro Druid dumps their entire hand for three mana. This card, on the other <laughs> hand. <laughs> it's Devil's Advocate. It's pretty accurate, but. Devil's Advocate, Keliseth. But we also don't play Keliseth anymore either, so. Oh, Keliseth is a battle cry, though. Like, if I were to, you know, Keliseth is a shadow step. around, then it could get multiple procs, but also we don't play Keliseth anymore either. It's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Labori Sangre hit Legend with it a couple months ago, like a yeah. Keliseth tempo road. That is more a testament to, to labor than it is to Keliseth. That's true. That's true. Okay, okay, here we go. Uh, this is the last Shaman Legendary. This is uh, Inara Storm Crash. It's a five mana, four, five. On your turn, your hero has plus two attack and wind fury. Uh, this card is super cool. I have no clue where to put it. Um, I Here's what I, what I really like about it uh, is that the uh, two, two attack and wind fury is like static, right? Um like it does not require a weapon is does not have a, a durability on it. Like this is just as long as this card lives. Um, so right off the bat, you get four or five worth of stats plus an additional four attack. That being said, no clue where to put it. Um, <laughs> you know, gonk shaman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
Um, and so I, I don't, I don't know where it goes. I, I gave it a three because I think it's a cool card, but like, I really don't know where it goes. Like, I don't think it fits in odd shaman. I don't think that it fits in any shaman at the moment. Uh, and I really don't know, but I like it. Uh, I wish that it cost four or six even, uh, but it, yeah, it goes on ice for the next expansion. That's pretty much accurate. I think but that's my, that's my take on it. I mean, I, I'm giving it three because I think the power level is good. I just don't know. Like it's definitely playable. I just don't know where it goes. Uh, yeah. Mike, what are your thoughts on this? I'm sorry. I always get you when you're about to take a sip or take a bite. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's all good. Um, no, I'm bl- I'm going to mix it in. So it's all good. Uh, like you said, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure where this goes. This is just another uh, Hearthstone orphan. Got a card, with no home. Not sure what to do with it. I don't know what's going on with it. I have no idea, like, what they're even intending with this thing. Like, I, I really have no clue. This one got me lost, so I, I give it a two because I really have no clue. The Hearthstone orphan. Uh, that yeah. is, that is. I think we need to make that like a a a coined turn of phrase. Like that is perfect for what this card is <laughs> it, yeah it can go hang out with murabi yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I, I ended up giving this one a two also i i don't know where it slots in um the power level like such a cool card it, it, it is and um unfortunately it was i believe confirmed that it does not work with doom hammer giving it mega wind fury because that would have been funny Oh, that would have been that would have been rad, uh, but it'll give it the plus two attack, but it ain't gonna keep attacking. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know. It, it, I feel like it's a, this is a standard card. Yeah, and that's that's where it ends for me. So I'm just gonna do two until there's something later on going on. So two. Um, so shaman is the class for Hearthstone orphans, and. This is another one of those. Like, uh, what's up, Zelda? An Aria Stormcrash is like the build around card that Shaman is supposed to try and make work. Like, it's the um, like archetype that they're like, okay, here's your one for this expansion, and the next expansion will get another archetype for Shaman, and the next expansion will get another archetype for Shaman. Um, this doesn't have a whole lot of support. And we likely won't see additional support in future uh, sets because that's what has happened for Shaman for a while. Um, that said, really cool effect. It's definitely not unplayable. You can just drop this into pretty much anything and except for even Shaman for obvious reasons. Um, and it won't be a dead draw. Like it'll be a high priority target, um, but you definitely don't want to build your deck around it in wild. This is a two for me as well. What do you think about, uh, and I guess I'm framing this question mostly to blue train, but you guys as well, like, could you see this being played in aggro shaman at the top end? Like if you're, uh, dropping the trog on one and a bunch of spells, you know, does this, I, I suppose this only hits for four for five, which is not what you want. 
Yeah. Hey, I guess at my MMR, you could, because I've seen a res priest play Leroy, so let's go, dude. No, no, I've seen that too. I lost to it one time. I took a screenshot where they res res like four Leroy's and hit me for Yeah, I'm dead serious. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Uh, maybe if Rockbiter was un, uh, unnerfed, yeah. If with Rockbiter, this could be pretty cool. I, I yeah. mean, I agree with you. This support a uh, Hearthstone Orphan. It, and, if it like this archetype continues to get support, then like maybe. But you're not going to build a whole archetype around that, and in, in Wild at least. So I mean, the problem is they keep talking about class identity, and the problem is that Shaman is very confused. Like mm-hmm. about what its identity is, and that's that's unfortunate. Um, you know, and typically, Holy crap, like, I got golden kappa. Yo, look at the chat. What up? I'm oh, sorry, looks, I mean, cut you off. But uh, it looks like normal kappa Whoa. to me. But, oh and, wait, there we go. Oh yeah, there. Unk's <laughs> got the gold oh. one. And mine looks non-golden. It doesn't. His Rochos is golden. Yeah, no, mine's golden. is golden. I see it. I don't know. Throw got golden kappa. What does that mean? What is that? <laughs> I don't mean? know. It's 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 just an RNG game. <laughs> oh, is that good? Is that good? It's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Cool. Congratulations then. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's no, cool. no, no, it's all good. But hey, Mike, Such blessings. You, you've gotten the the Leroy in Big Priest, but what about the Dirty Rat in Big Priest? Because that oh. one's funny. Oh, when they dirty rat that. you, but then they just keep resing dirty rats over and over again instead of something useful. Wow. <laughs> All right, let's finish. We're that. done. We're done with Shaman. Let's move on to my f- <laughs> my favorite class, the Warlock. Okay, we've been at this for two hours, 20 minutes. So I think I'm going to let's call the end of this episode real quick. We can keep recording if you guys want, but I want to okay. chop it and start a new one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm going to end the recording real quick, and then we'll just jump right back on. So we will see you guys next episode.